we continue our message, Iron Sharpened, Iron Part 2. Father, grant us grace to receive your word and to obey your word. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. We continue by looking at practical examples of iron sharpened iron in the Bible. How people receive blessings by helping their vision helpers. Or how those that were helped also responded back to help their vision helpers. You know those that are helping are your vision helpers. You also need to help them in return. In the word of God. We are under biblical obligation to help as many people we can help. But it is very, very compulsory, biblically speaking, that you are nice, you are grateful, you are thankful, you are appreciative to those that are moving your life forward, to those that have joined you to fight your battle, to break through for you. When the spoil come, when the blessings come, share also with them. That keeps the relationship flowing and that makes God also to be happy with you. Now, we are looking at the example of Rehab the Harlot in part one, and also Elijah, a woman of Sharafat. Today, we are moving forward. We are going to look at right now the case of Isaac and his own son. <laughs> Isaac, the father of Esau and Jacob. He was about to die and want to release grace upon the life of his most favorite child, which was Esau. But actually, Jacob took the blessing. He did not just begin to pray. Because there's something you do that stir up the anointing that make the anointing to work. Himself, he knew it. Isaac knew it. So he didn't just pray. He understand biblical principles and how this thing works faster. He had to call his son. He said, my dear, I'm old. Prepare for me that food that I like. Let me eat it then I will bless you. Quickly, Genesis 27, Genesis 27, 1 to 4. And it came to pass that when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim so that he could not see, he called Esau, his eldest son, and said unto him, My son, and said unto him, Behold, here I am. And he said, Behold, now I am old, and I know not the day of my death. Now therefore, take, I pray thee, thy weapons, thy quiver, and thy bow, and go out to the field. And take me some venison and make me several meat, sauce as I love, and bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless thee before I die. This is Isaac now talking to his son Esau. Is their biological father, he's also their spiritual father. And he says, Okay, I'm going. Let me just bless you. He can pray and nothing happen. There are sometimes men of God pray, nothing happen. He has to ask him, and then there is a favorite meal that I like. Go and prepare it for me. After I have eaten and I'm full and I'm satisfied, I will now pray for you. Can you understand what we are saying now? This is why you see some men of God today, they don't join some people in their ministry. It's not partiality, it's principle. Nobody naturally will, will, will keep away those that are useful in his life. No. You will always want them, you will always want them around you. It's not partiality. Those people have worked their way. They understand how to operate. So don't say, these people, they, they spend time with this, they don't spend time with What are you doing to, to move the work of God forward in their life? What are you doing? Even in the corporate businesses, 
It's also the same thing. You see, the CEO is always around people that know that we do the work, having meeting with them, discussing with them. You must make an impact. You must do something useful. Don't be an ungrateful element. So, he told Saul, prepare for me, let me eat, and I will bless you. He didn't say I'm blessed with later. No. <laughs> My dear, please make sure you are grateful to men that God are using for you. So that, because if you cut the flow, you may not get the opportunity again. And don't be those that jump from place to place. There is a man, there is a person God have raised for you to lift you up. The Bible says, talking about Moses, it says by a prophet, God brought Israel out of Egypt. He said by a prophet, also he sustained them. He moved them into the promised land. Who is your prophet? We know that God is the father of all. But who is the person that God is using to reach you? God will not say anybody's human be going with you. That's how God works. That's how God works. He told Esau, but unfortunately, before Esau came back, we knew the story how the mother entered to Isaac quickly, prepare a delicious chicken, give it to him, go and give it to your father. And he now blessed him. Look at the blessing. And his father Isaac said unto him, Come near now and kiss me, my son. I'm reading from verse 26, the same Genesis 27. And he came near and kissed him, and he smelled the smell of his raiment, and blessed him, and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a feed which the Lord has blessed. Therefore God give thee of the dew of heaven, and the fatness of the earth, plenty of corn and wine. Let people serve thee, and nation bow down to thee. Be Lord over thy brethren, and let thy mother's son bow down to thee. Cursed be everyone that cursed thee, and blessed be he that blessed thee. This is the blessing. Powerful blessing. But Isaac did not just release this blessing. He did not just release it. Upon Jacob, though he took the blessing of his elder brothers, he prepared food, he gave to the father, he ate, he was satisfied, fool. He now released grace upon his life. This is how things works. Please gain wisdom, child of God. And walk your way into favor and mercy. It's his spiritual father. It's also Baraka father. He didn't say it is my son. No. Because he wants his son to be blessed. That's why you pray for people. It works faster. When they sow seed into your life. I never forgot one of my pastor was praying for me. He was not praying for me. Well, we were talking together when I was in the word of life. God blame me so much in that church. We were just talking. And the anointing was just flowing for me into my life like I was engulfed in flames of fire. I was shaking his face. He said, ah, Isaiah, what is wrong? I said, I'm okay. I said, I said, yes. He was just talking with me. But this is a man I know that I've labored for so much. Faithfulness is the key. Be faithful in all you're doing when you're dealing with, him, with, with any man of God. You are, be faithful. The anointing will enter your life. They can be talking with you. You'll be flowing. Please understand. We have another one again. The story of Elijah and Elisha. We knew that there are so many sons of prophets in the land. So many sons of the prophet in the land. But the Bible told us that Elisha was a man that poured water in the hand of Elijah. We don't know what other people are pouring. In other words, he ministered so much to Elijah. that when Elijah was about to go, 2 Kings chapter 2, 9-14, he said, just ask anything. 
ask anything you want me to do for you before I go. I told him, Oga, I want that portion of your note. He said, you have asked for a hard thing. But only if you can see me as I'm going, you will receive it. And that was exactly what happened. He followed the master, bomba to bomba. He labored for him. The Bible recorded in 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 11. 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 11. Other people were testifying to read. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there none here a prophet of the Lord that we may inquire of the Lord by him? And one of the king of Israel's servant answered and said, Here is Elisha, look at that, the son of Shaphat, which pour water on the hands of Elijah. That is it. It did not, people are asked for double portion, double portion. What are you doing for the man you want to carry the double portion of his anointing? It does not just fall. What are you doing? Wherein are you minister? What are you doing every month? There are so many children of God that are so wise today. Every month they have some amount of money they are giving to their pastor just to support in the ministry. They give to God, they give to their pastors. You think their pastor will not look down upon them when they, when they have need? He will respond. He will. If they put the trophy together, they will, they will abandon you for the one that is helping them. It's not the sin, it's the Bible. Naturally speaking, people who want those who are helping them around them, they are not looking for liability. Everybody looking for assets. What are you generating? What are you doing in the ministry? Even in your company where you are working, when you hear that they promote people, they favor people, it's because they have made an impact there. You can't be a liability to somebody and expect the person to be investing in it. No. Nobody will invest in a liability. People are looking for assets everywhere. Iron, sharpening iron is the word of God. There are so many sons of the prophet on the land. But we're told that Elisha was unique. The Bible recorded that he poured what another was. is always there to help the master. Always there to minister to him. And when the man was about to go, the Bible says he released upon his life double portion of his anointing. These are the principles you must know. It's not partiality. They have walked into their heart. The same thing happened to God. When you do what God wanted to do, you make an impact. God will favor you. Favor you. Look at the man called Moses. The Bible called Joshua the servant of Moses, the minister of Moses. Can you imagine? Moses is the servant of God, but the Bible now recorded that Joshua is also the servant of Moses. The minister of Moses, that's what we call him. He's always there to minister to Moses up and down to help him to succeed in ministry. No wonder when Moses was going, he released grace upon his life. He continued when Moses stopped. Continue. That is how to do the work of the ministry. Even in your company where you are working, you want your boss to love you, to fall in love with you, to give whatever you ask at any time. Be useful in his hand. Make an impact. Bring ideas, suggestions that will move the company forward. This thing is in all realms of life, not just only in the ministry alone. But we are living in a world today that people want just to be carry their body, carry their body, carry their body, and nothing they are doing in return. My dear, any, don't fight any battle that has no reward. I'm saying it again. Don't fight any battle that has no reward. Don't stay in any relationship that is not moving your life forward. You don't need it. You don't need it. As your sharpening, that's what the Bible says. B-A-G, one another burdens is the word of God. He released double portion upon his life. And that is how 
the life of Elisha was transformed. The Bible says they ran after the power before. They were colleagues before, but they are not to make the difference in most cases. Now the difference, you have no choice than to submit when you see fire. Because if you don't submit, it can burn on the other side. Jesus and Lazarus. This is another man. Martha, Mary, Lazarus, their mighty vision helper to the Lord Jesus Christ. Mighty vision helper. That's when Lazarus died, Jesus is dead, you must vomit him. This one, you can't kill him. Because the Bible told us that Lazarus, Martha, Mary, these are mighty vision helpers in the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ. They help him tremendously. Each time Jesus goes to Bethany to minister, they are the one that will accommodate Jesus. They are the one that will cook his food. They are the one that will wash his clothes, make sure that everything he needs is set for his ministerial career. Always there for the Lord Jesus Christ to minister to him. Always there. That's why when Lazarus died, Jesus said, my dear, <laughs> dead, you must vomit Lazarus. He brought him back. I can't lose you in my ministry. You are so useful. He asked him to come. Dead vomited him. Immediately. John 11. Now, a certain man was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary, her sister, Martha. Look at that. It was that Mary, this is where I'm going. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with all yetment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. What did Mary do? Mary broke on Jesus, the alabaster boss of all yet men. Everything she has, everything she has labored for, everything she has saved all the day of her life, they release it upon Jesus. Alabaster boss of all yet men. Bible says, the aroma pervaded the whole environment. Even Judah said, uh-uh, why can't they say this thing and give to the poor? Jesus Christ said that it's a thief. Mary has done this to anoint him and prepare him for his burial. And that anyway, this government shall be preached. What this woman has done shall be mentioned in memory of her. And we are still seeing it up to today. Minister, always, always in Luke 10, 35 to 42, Luke 10, 35 to 42, we were told how Jesus went to their house. Martha was busy cooking the food Jesus will eat while Mary was just hearing the word of God. To the extent that Martha had to be, Lord Jesus Christ, can't you tell myself to come and help me in the kitchen? Let's cook this food I'm having ready now. He said, don't worry. Mary is here hearing the word of God. They are the ones that prepare every garden food Jesus will eat. They come to Bethany. They will accommodate him. Maybe wash his clothes, iron it, get everything set for him. And Lazarus is the bread of the family. Always made money available to mean that Jesus is comfortable in everything that they are doing. So when their brother Lazarus died, they said for him, they know God want to bring out mighty glory to that family. The fourth day he went back, he, he commanded dead loose his grip and hold. Because it, it, it is so easy for the anointing to flow. Why? Because they have so seed. Inside the life, spiritual and body of Jesus, they've watered him very well. So when he spoke, they are not to move. I pray you understand the mission of this message. So that you make it easy for yourself in life. By sowing seed into that life of that man you call your prophet or your pastor. So that thing will work very, very fast for you. For you. Don't be a liable, be an asset. As they are praying, the breakthrough is coming, keep on going back, appreciating. As they are praying, the breakthrough is coming, keep on going back, appreciating. 
Think of what you can buy in, in, in the church. Think of what you can do to move the work of God forward. Your life will never remain the same. Iron sharpened iron. That is it. Jesus performed tremendously in that, in that family. He brought mighty glory to that family because they themselves, they have helped Jesus so much in his ministerial career. That is the truth. We are going to look at further example in the Bible. And look at the women. Also the women that helped Jesus. Luke chapter 8, verse 1 to 3. You see how the women helped Jesus beside Martha and Mary who used to work more they that Jesus and go to Bethany, prepare his food and do so many other things for him. There are other women in the Bible that also perform excellently in the Bible. We have one woman called Mary Magdalene. Jesus Christ cast out seven devils from her. Since that day, she never lived. She never, she never departed from Jesus. She was always there to minister to the Lord Jesus Christ with some group of women the Bible mentioned about. Luke chapter 8, verse 1 to 3. And it came to pass afterward, that he went through every city and village, preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him. And certain women, look at that, which had been healed. Look at that. It didn't say certain women. It said which had been healed. And certain women, there are many, which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils, and Joanna, the wife of Susan, Herod, the world, and Susanna and Mary and many others which ministered unto him out of their subterms. Which minister unto him out of their subterms. That is it. Jesus has healed them, prayed for them. He has broken yours of the devil from their life. The Bible says all of them, they gathered together again. They came back to minister to Jesus out of their own sometimes. Out of their money, out of their resources, out of their sweat. They don't, they don't depart. I say, is it not God that do it? Is it not God that has done it? There's also some believers talk foolishly. Be wise. God is using a vessel to touch you. It is your duty to take care of that same vessel. Because more are still coming. Out of every city. Many other. The Bible said they came. They ministered to him. They took care of him. They made sure he does not lack anything good. Even at the point of death. In Matthew 27.55. Some of these women. They were still there. Even when Jesus was on the cross of Calvary. Matthew 27. Verse 55. And many women were there beholding afar off, which followed Jesus from Galilee. Look at that. Ministry unto him. Ministry unto him. These are the people that the life of Jesus has touched. He has wiped away tears from their eyes. Delivered them from the bondage of evil spirit. He broke yokes. He set them loose from every bondage. The Bible said they did not run away. I said, is it not God that, that did it? They returned back. Ministry to him. Ministry to maintain the A lot of people have lost valuable relationship today. Because of little miracle that they got, they disappear. You don't see them again. 
and they don't that more are still coming. I pray for you, you will not lose the golden relationship that the Almighty God has given to you in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Even Peter, Peter, who is disciple Jesus Christ, who is, who is one of the disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible said in Matthew 8, 14 to 15, when Jesus went there for visitation, we were told that the mother-in-law of Peter was sick of fever. But when Jesus entered, he healed her. And the Bible said immediately, the woman also rose up and ministered back to Jesus. Immediately. Immediately. To keep the oil flowing, to keep the relationship flowing. Matthew 8, 14 to 15. And when Jesus was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of fever. The mother of the wife of Peter. And he touched her and the fever left her. And she arose, look at that, and ministered unto them. She arose and ministered unto them. <laughs> Immediately. My dear, iron sharpened iron. Iron sharpened iron. Be nice to those who are nice to you. Help those that are helping you. Don't be greedy. Don't be selfish. Keep the oil flowing. Let go. Continue to touch what of King David. King David. Another man that took care of his ministers. Also, that have been ministering to him. Ministering to him. The Bible says, in the book of 1 Samuel 30, 22-25, when the Amalekites bought dancing lang, and David pursued after them through the help of an Egyptian boy who was a mighty vision helper to King David. And David recovered everything that the wicked had stolen. He could not go with his 400 men. We told that 200 were tired. He stayed behind at the brook, carried why other 200 men they follow? And when they came back, they said they're not going to share the spoil with them. They would say, No, it's never done like that. These are still my disciples. I'm under obligation to call the Abbey. Helping me. Since they will call it David's spoil. Let me go through it. First Samuel 22 to 25. Then answer all the wicked men and men of Belia. Of those that went with David and said, Because they went not with us, we will not give them out of the spoil that we have recovered. Save to every man his wife and his children, that they may lead them away and depart. Then said David, You shall not do so, my brethren, with that which the Lord had given us, who had preserved us, and delivered the company that came against us into our hand. For who we hearken unto you in this matter, but as his part is that goeth down to the battle, so shall his part be that tarried by the storm. They shall part alive. And it was so from that day forward, look at that, that he made it a statue and an ordinance for Israel unto this day. Which statue, which ordinance that you must help those that are ministering to you. This happened to them. The other men, you know what David said, no way, I must help them. These are my men. Even though they tired, they fainted 
They stood by the straw for us. And we went ahead. Now we have received the victory. We have to share the spoil among them. They called it David's spoil. Yeah, David shared with among many of them. And that goes to many of us who are leaders. Minister in various categories. GOs. What are we doing to take care of people that God has given to us that are helping on in the ministry? Your friend will come and minister. You can give him 200,000, 400,000 at the spot. What of your own pastors? What of your own Elishas that are lifting your hand up every day, praying for you in the ministry, running errands for you? What are you doing for them? Are you sharing the spoil of the ministry with them or you are eating it alone? If you are eating it, don't repent because only you cannot do the work of the ministry and only you should not be the one that will be eating the spoil alone. Buy land, build houses for your ministry, for your minister. Buy car for them. Put their children on scholarship. Take good care of them. This will make God also be happy with you. Because it's not just about congregation alone, it's also about us. It's vice versa. You have anybody in your ministry that is doing his best for you in your little way. Think of what you can do to help them back, to keep them sane, to keep the oil flowing, and to make God also to be happy. Because I your sharpness. Let's go to Jesus and Peter and also we also saw the account of King David and the women that helped the Lord Jesus Christ. What of Elisha and the women of Shunem in 2 Kings chapter 4 we were told about a woman of Shunem that's always there to take good care of prophet Elisha. It's time he goes to the city of Shunem to minister. He has no place to stay. He saw this woman that brought prophet Elisha in to stay in their house, furnish the place so that he can rest his head. You see that account in 2 Kings chapter 4, 8 to 17. It's a very long passage, but I will just take a little out of it. You know, the woman was so sensitive. He told the master, which is the husband, he said, I perceive this is a man of God that is coming to Shunem. Let's accommodate him. Let's take good care of him. And we were told that Elisha was there eating, drinking, having a nice time in the home of the same woman and the husband. But they have no child. They never knew that they already opening the door for themselves as they are taking good care of servant of God. And suddenly, Elijah took Gehazi. Find out from me. This woman has been so nice to rush. What exactly can we do to help? From verse 12, let me just take it there. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite. And when he had, and when he had called her, she stood before him and said unto him, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us. Look at that. Thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldest now thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the horse? And she answered, I dwell among my own people. Look at that great offer. When the man of God is asking you, What is it that you want? You have been so nice to us. You have been taking care of us. I believe it is time for me also to show kindness to you. Because this is vice versa. 
And he said, what then is to be done for her? And Gazi answered readily, she has no child. And her husband is old. And he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. And he said, about this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace your son. And she said, nay, my lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto thy handmaid. And the woman conceived and bare a son at the season that Elisha has said unto her, according to the time of life. Even when she rejected the blessing, the blessing fasting head unto her. Why? She has taken good care of servant of God. I said unto her, I said now unto her, behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. Look at that. What is it to be done for thee? Would thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the horse? The word of God is so powerful, child of God. There are so many in the sample. We have seen that in the Bible. That look at so many now. We have seen the case of Jesus and Lazarus. We have seen the case of Elijah and Elisha. We have seen the case of Shunammite woman, the one we are looking at now. She gave birth at old age. They are forgotten that they will ever embrace a son in their life. But their generosity, their kindness, their administration, their ministry to the servant of God, open door unto them. And the man of God, look at them. What is it that is impossible? Let it be possible now. Why? He has taken their seed. When you sow into the life of servant of God, you are opening door for yourself. The man you call your prophet, the man that God has ordained to help you in life, the more you discern and you know. This is how it works. Iron, sharp men, iron. If that woman has not brought Elijah in, if they have not taken good care of him, there's no how a man of God will just say, call her for me. What is it that does she want? Is it the only woman in should name? No. But she was the one that paid the price and she got the reward. Iron, sharp net, iron. Iron, sharp net, iron. I'm looking at so many examples today. And I'm not going to talk further on this issue. But I want to believe that a word is enough for the wise. You are ministers of the gospel. Your disciples are trying their best for you. Please don't eat all the spoil of the ministry. As you are taking good care of yourself, also take good care of those disciples of yours. It's very, very, if you don't do it, you'll be rewarding evil for good. And God will not be happy with you. Remember, nobody's an island of wisdom, of knowledge, of information, of anything you are doing. David ministered back to all his disciples, even when others were, were angry. He shared the spoil of the Amalekite with them. With them. Why? They have been ministering to him for so long. Say, this, this is your day. And he rewarded them. He rewarded them. And to you also. We saw the life of Elisha. How the Shunammite woman also ministered to him first. And he said, call me this woman. What does she want? Elisha also ministered back. So is vice versa. And to you, children of God, you are passing through so many problems in your life. A man of God pray for you. You receive bread. Go back. Appreciate that as a man of God. Don't reward evil for good. Because the Bible says, woe unto them 
that reward evil for good. Woe unto them that reward evil for good. It's the word of God. It's not my word. This is where I'm going to stop. We are going to be praying. I want to accept Jesus into my life. Say after me. For going to prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. Thank you for opening my eyes to the mystery of your war. That indeed, iron sharpened iron. I am begging you, O God, have mercy on me. Forgive all my sin. Write my name in the book of life. I am begging you, O God, forgive all my sin. In Jesus' mighty name, grant me grace to serve you faithfully until the end. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Before we, before we begin to pray, let me quickly add one thing to read. Let me quickly share with us also the woman, the widows of the prophet, the widow of the prophet that died, the prophet widow in 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4, let me quickly read it from verse 1. Now there cried a certain woman of the wife of the sons of the prophet. Look at that. Of the wife of the sons of the prophet. Unto Elijah saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant died. I mean, thy servant did fear the Lord. Have you seen that? He's talking about the servant of Elisha now, one of the sons of the prophet of Elisha also. We know about Gehazi, but the other faithful servant in the Bible, the widows whose, prophet, whose wife died. He said, thy servant, my husband is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be born men. And Elijah said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Can you see that? Why? Because the sons, the, 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 the husband has ministered to Elijah. Even though he died in the ministry, Elijah did not forget. When the wife cried out, Elijah responded immediately. And Elijah said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what has thou in thy house? And he said, Thy handmaid had not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow the vessels abroad. Of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee, and upon thy sons, and shall pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. She did the same thing. She paid all her debt. She entered into wealth. Because the husband ministered fervently, feared the Lord, Minister unto Elisha during his day. Even though the man has died, the wife rose up and went to meet Elisha. She, 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 she petitioned on behalf of the husband. Said, thou servant of God, you know that my husband was faithful when he was alive. Even though he's dead, now we have nothing to eat. The creditors are around to take even the only son that I have. They said, Elisha stood up. They said, no way. Something must be done. What do you have in the house? Joseph, bottle of oil. He said, no problem. Go and borrow so many vessels. Shut the door against it. Pour it. As many you will have. Sell off. Pay your debt. Keep the remaining to thyself. A woman that has nothing to eat because a prophet entered her life and prophesied. She became a millionaire. She became the distributor of oil. Just like that. If the husband had not been faithful, had been weak, even fear will not allow her to near Elijah to say he's going to ask for anything. This is where a lot of believers are missing it. 
I pray for you with the revelation knowledge. You will never miss it again in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You will never miss it again in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Say, Father, forgive my sin. In the time past, anywhere I've misbehaved, that I've not played my role very well for me to draw grace from the man of God you have placed on my head. Have mercy on my soul. Forgive my sin. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. I may pray like this. I receive grace to be useful weapon, to be asset to my pastor, to be asset to God, to be asset to the ministry. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, open your mind and begin to pray. I receive grace, Lord, to be ascetic soul. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I refuse to be a liability to my pastor. I refuse to be a liability to my company. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, where I even walk, oh God, I receive grace today to be useful in the ministry. I receive grace to be ascetic soul, to be an asset to my pastor, to be an asset to the Almighty God. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, so that I will not die in silence, so that I will not die in penury, so that I will enjoy the grace, the mercy, and the favor of the Almighty God. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, empower me with grace, O God. Empower me with grace, O God, to minister continually to your servant, even to you, O God. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Every forces of hell that do not want me to be a useful weapon in the hand of God and to the men of God, die out of my life in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be destroyed. Be uprooted out of my life. Be uprooted out of my family. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Forces of rebellion, forces of greediness and selfishness, be destroyed out of my life. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Just like Mary, I receive grace to break the alabaster box of ointment for the sake of Jesus Christ. For the ministry to go forward. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I receive grace to release my all into the ministry so that God can release his all unto me. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I receive grace to be useful weapon in your hand and to your ministers, O God, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Just like Mary, she gave everything, alabaster box of oil, everything, and Jesus returned. Rest the brother out of death. Anything good can come back to life in your life when you minister grace to men of God, to God himself, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We receive grace, O Lord. We receive grace, O God, to minister unto you, to minister to your ministers, and to be useful weapon in the kingdom, in the name of our Lord Jesus. We destroy powers of darkness, powers of rebellion, powers of disobedience, power of greediness, selfishness, that will not allow us to minister continually to your minister, to be useful weapon in their hands, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father Lord, in Jesus mighty name we have prayed amen 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 in jesus name i believe my beloved brother you are blessed and you remain blessed in jesus mighty name we have looked at so many examples today almost eight examples if i'm not making mistake we look at elijah a woman of sherefa that was in part one we started today from elijah and elisha two jesus and lazarus Three, the prophet widows. Four, Elisha and the women of Shunem. Five, King David and his men. See, Jesus and the women that ministered to Jesus. Eight, we saw Jesus and the Peter and Peter's mother in law. And of course, the story of Isaac and Jacob. Don't ever forget that. Very, very touching. 
father and son. It is spiritual father. It's also the biological father. Receive grace to obey the word of God and to be a useful weapon in the hand of God. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Amen. Don't forget our watch word, James 4, 7. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Receive the devil and he will flee from you. Receive grace to be ready and always ready for the rapture. In Jesus' mighty name. Share the word of God with as many people as possible. Remain blessed and ever ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.